Sunswords. We're in a different studio because we had too many men. Ooh, that's a good problem to have, yeah? Too many men. Let me uh, do the, the rounds here just for people that don't know. If you didn't see the last episode, this is our boy Court. A.K.A. Young Token. He is in a, uh, a state of limbo. We don't know exactly what's happening to, to him, but if you, if you like him, let us know down below in the comments. We'd certainly like to hear the information. And then we have the reigning No Jumper podcast champion. Mm. A man who needs at least some introduction, the one and only Bizzle. And then, of course, Danny Mullen is already you're familiar with. Can I, can I just tell the audience about something that happened before the mics went hot? Yeah. yeah. I get in here, and Bizzle is just happy as f- to be out here in California on the program. And he's feeling one of the pillows, just going, man, this pillow's so soft. All the bright lights in this studio, all the fancy equipment. And Court just looks over at him and goes, is that your real voice? <laughs> <laughs> I said sometimes. <laughs> See, he turns it off, though. Like, sometimes it gets real, like, wistful and high and southern. But can you imagine him around his, like, you know, down south brethren? He'd probably be cranking it up to the oh, max. Oh, it's, it's, it's deep down there. I oh, if I saw you at a rodeo, I probably wouldn't even recognize you because you have that twang twisted up so hard. Oh, hey, man, you want to go get some barbecue? <laughs> Corn dog lodged up his ass. Before we talk about anything else, can we talk about your pants? Oh, my God. Those are the craziest pants I've ever seen. Where did these come from? Yeah, how long have you been a Hebrew Israelite? (laughs) Why, they rock those? Uh, Yeah, when are you going to go? Yeah, they dress like straight up wrestlers. Like, just look like some wrestlers. Yeah, when are you going to commit a terrorist act against the temple? Oh, my God. No, I freaking, uh, this guy watched the last podcast I was here, and uh, he was like, hey, let me make you some clothes. His name is Johan, and his brain is now compared. So, now I look like the Mandalorian. Mm. Uh, You look like you baking potatoes. You could base some potatoes <laughs> off of this. I was I was driving over here and I was blind. It was so shiny off my pants I couldn't even wow, see. Wow, I could see that. Yeah. You got to have like special sunglasses that block the bottom of your of your thing. I I love these pants, but when I go to leave here, I'm just gonna take them off and just drive with no pants. Do you think that you could like smoke off of those? Like, would it have the same effect as foil? Well, oh, if you yeah. could find some, we could try it. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard. Uh, Adam, are you, how, how much would one pay for a pair of jeans like that? I know you didn't. But you got hooked up. I man. have no idea. I imagine at least you know a couple hundred or something. Yeah. I, I feel like this is the naive Southern boy come to Los Angeles who's going to be real easy to take advantage of. Yeah, he's he's probably be like, man, those pants is a thousand dollars. Well, I'm just worried. Like some guys, like, hey, plug my brand for free on No Jumper, and the next thing is going to be like some guys, like, hey. I'll put you in the pictures, and then you're going to be on your knees in this guy's master bathroom making him happy. Well, I'm pretty sure there's other doing that for like 50 bucks, so him doing it for free ain't that different. Well, hey, guys, I'm super gullible, so if you want to give me some free <laughs> shit, let's go. So this is my question. Or you, have, you had a question on deck? Well, I also just want to point out that he had to switch places because Bizzle's missing an eye. Yeah, that so, was a powerful statement. He, he just like kind of goes... I don't really like sitting here because <laughs> I can't see through this eye, so it's pretty much completely blind to me right now. And I was just like, "Oh yeah, we we could definitely switch, dude." Yeah, I couldn't see you guys at all. It's much better now. Yeah. Can we? Do you have a glass eye? Yeah. Well, I got. Sh- I you got didn't a, see it. I got a miniaturized vagina. On my oh. Head. Whoa! Oh, like, did you take the shit. eye out? Nah, dude. The guy that stabbed me with a steak knife took it out. Okay. <laughs> I thought you had. A, <laughs> I thought you had like a glass eye though. At one oh. point, no. No, te- technically, the the surgeon took the eyeball out, but for three days, I had it hanging out of my face. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. What's it, crazy was is it they're telling Did you get... me there's like there's no there's no nerves in your eyeball. There's no way you could be in pain. 
I was like, you go stab yourself in the eye right now, and I'll tell you it's the most painful thing you can ever feel. I think the crazy thing about it is that all these Indian people are all about having a third eye. Mm. <laughs> that feels a little gluttonous when we have people out here with a mere one eye. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you find it hard to relate to Indian people? <laughs> no, I don't ever. I've never <laughs> even thought about relating to them. I don't know how I could. Have you ever met one? Um, no. Has yeah. Halloween gotten a lot better for you since you lost your eye? You. This is not. <laughs> this is not a roast session. <laughs> we just had to get some of this out. All right. This is my most important question: Is like, how's your life changed since uh, you you went on No Jumper and took a massive W against Catfish? Oh my God. Well, my favorite thing about this is that because of that, when I said I don't know how you can be on the No Hate tour when you're the most hateful person in the world, the owner saw that and he got fired. Catfish that's, got fired. That's eighteen hundred dollars a week. Wait, 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 wait. The No Hate Tour? What the hell is that? Oh, it, it's a dope-ass tour. Uh, everyone on it is not hateful, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope, yeah. Yeah, but they go around for the military to, like, these military schools, uh, and they do BMX shows. You're telling me Catfish got fired from this because of that podcast? Yeah, and it's got Koji Craft, Morgan Wade, like, Dan Seas, like, some bangers in there. I don't know if Catfish told us that, so maybe he's actually he bummed you. so he didn't let us know. Oh, yeah. I, I, sin I sincerely hope the next time the No Hate Tour rolls through a base that some rogue private grabs an M60 and just mows down the BMXers. What? what is, why would you He's say saying that? that as a skateboarder, not as an anti-catfish oh. guy. Oh. Dude, I'd be so pissed if some guy's like, check this out, bro. Tail whip off the speed bump. And I was like, dude, I just fucking, I've been driving over improvised explosive devices in my Abrams tank for the last six months. Well, this is the last thing I want to see. Isn't it about the weirdest thing you can think of that these, like, military groups, like, put together tours with, like, Americans where they can go out there and they have to ride BMX in, like, 800 degree weather <laughs> and stuff. And it's just, like, it, it's good for the troops. Like, the troops, I guess, get, like, cheered up by this and stuff. But I'm going to be honest with you. Like, at this point in my life, if I was at war, and a bunch of dudes on little bicycles came, <laughs> and they wanted to show me how they could do backflips. Like, maybe I stand there, maybe I watch it for five, ten minutes, but, like, I just don't really feel like that's, like, at the front of the mind of the average soldier, right? Adam, how much more likely would you be to frag an officer after watching a guy on a mongoose? Right, like, you don't get put on a list. You gotta <laughs> shut up. How do I frag? What oh is fragging? Fragging's when you, like, your officers, like, you guys don't like him. But instead, it's like a mutiny. It's a mutiny where you throw a grenade at your officer. Okay. Um, I'm not going to kill my officer. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold him down. Like, if I was going to be in a gang, and I feel like the military is, like, basically a gang, I feel like I want to do it the right way. I want to hold him down. And then hit him with the soap pillowcase? Oh, well, I'm definitely down with uh, that. Oh, shit. What I uh, want to say got, is, what I movie got is that? Soap story. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Well, Core, what do you got real quick? If I'm getting shot at, I don't want to see no fucking... Like, you got to do some dope tricks. I'm talking like mega ramps and shit. Not no little X up or nothing like that, yeah. bro. Like, oh, no, these guys are some of the best in the world doing these shows. Uh, if it's... Right, I, cool. I don't want Catfish, dude. I want Matt Hoffman. No, like... Probably not these dudes. These guys are like X Games medalists. Like, they're badass. Matt Hoffman's peak was quite a while ago. I want not, Dave not Mira. He still he's rides. Badass. He still does his thing. He's dead. Yeah. I, want, I want Dave Mira's hologram. Just like we had our boy B BIPOC when BIPOC <laughs> took the stage at Coachella, dude. I want that, but Dave Mira, Tupac. I would love a BIPOC bizzle. Bizzlepoc. Mm. Uh, BIPOC uh, is bi uh, bisexual. In, no. Black, <laughs> black, black indigenous, and, and people of color. 
A BIPOC business I'm, is just I'm about busy. Half, with, I'm about halfway there. Yeah, he's yeah. just busy with an N-word pass. That's you, all. You, you identify as white? No. What, you can't just not identify as white. You're I fucking don't. white. I dude. mean, I'm current. I'm definitely white, but I was given away as a child and raised by black people. Oh, so, so like, do you identify as eggshell? <laughs> no, but like the the way I like view things and the stuff I'm into, like it's not like extremely white at all. See, that's doesn't that suck? Like he's got like the darkest the, the things that people typically would associate with the black community, like the upbringing, the neighborhoods, the foster home system. He's got all that, but he's still fucking white. And he is going to like lose his job if he starts telling people he's black or like he, like you don't get any of like the college admissions like none of that is coming your way. I'm not getting that anyways. Well, if you were if you were like a you'd get some of the perks if you were actually a black dude. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, it is weird because Bizzle is the kind of dude where I'll just if he wants to go around telling people he's black. I know I'm not really the arbiter of if this is okay or not, but I'm not going around and saying it. I'm just saying oh, okay. if you were to ask me, like I would say, like I'm more black than I am white. Are you okay with that, Court? You know what? That's his journey. <laughs> I mean, everybody's different. You're because, more black than you are white. Continue. You know what? You, I love you, brother, Thanks. and I want you to know that you are in no way, shape, or form black. Black. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just talking about my heart and my soul. I want you to, t- you know, you know, uh, find some honey glazed turkey, right? Sliced. Hold it up next to your skin. Yeah. If it looked the same, you ain't black. I don't even think it would be honey glazed. I think it would just be plain. Nah, you could, you could pass for like Puerto Rican or something. I'll claim Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'd be better off claiming like a slightly less obvious race. You know, like if you were to tell people like, I'm 25% Cuban. I bet you could pull that off. Cuban. Yeah. A little bit of Cherokee. Yeah, Cuban yeah. be. No, I do have like some Cherokee in my family, but like I'm from North Carolina. There's a lot of Cherokee around that area. Yeah, that's all you need, dude. Yeah. BIPOC. Um, mm. But okay, so besides Catfish apparently getting fired from this job, which I need to confirm that with him, uh, what what else uh, resulted from this wild podcast episode? I've had uh, a lot of people have reached. It actually took me about three weeks of responding to messages from people telling me like, all sorts of stuff, like how I inspired them uh, to keep going. And a lot of people were asking me to come back and or, or to even start my own podcast. And uh, uh, a lot of music producers hit me up. Uh, they're like, there's people sending me beats. Uh, it's just a lot, a whole lot more movement. My life, I'm movement. still poor and I'm still struggling, like in my daily life, but I finally got some movement we're going in the right direction where you been staying oh i live in a van i live in a honda odyssey with my dog well, that's hip now no it's not so you drove out here it's van life yeah. dude from the east coast uh-huh and, and uh, i've been living it for like 15 months i Whoa. can't find nowhere with my dog like she's a pit bull don't nobody want to oh she's a chick yeah she i mean it's a female wow so they won't take you because you have a dog yeah i mean unless i had like the extra bread i ain't got that i would have yeah. said fuck the dog Nah, man, I love that dog. That dog holds me together. Do you? I hear that. Well, that's, did you ever uh, start looking at the dog a little different after like three straight weeks on the road, crossing the Kansas state line? No. Nah. Fizzle, you never? No. Nah. You never, you know? No. Nah. Yeah. What about when he got a red lipstick going? You ever put some lipstick on the dog? No. No, the dick looks like a lipstick. Oh, the cot. When your dog gets... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a chick, dude. A chick. It's a chick. Oh, fuck. That's why it's perfect. You, you, know, you, you don't want to take a sample of the pit bussy? No. <laughs> what about when she's ovulating? 
Oh my God, I got her fixed. I learned real quick because she's. Does that stop her ovulation cycle though? You got her oh, pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. No I mean, more. No more of that. Just imagine. Imagine. I can't afford you, any more abortions, Betsy. Imagine you wake up in a van with a dog that's on its period. Oh, hungover, fucking your cock stole wet like, from the night before. You remember in uh, the casino movie when that dude woke up with a horse head in his bed? That's yes. Godfather. That's what I woke up. That's uh, well. That was an act of revenge, right? Or it was really they were nah, trying to scare the shit out happens. of him. Why does your dog have such a heavy flow? Yeah, come I on. don't know. You heard of Tampax, dude? Yeah, it's a dog. You don't put no Tampax in a dog. Well, if so you're a pad, then yeah, come on, man. Oh, maybe. Well, I didn't know it was coming. It or was a the first one. You know what a diva cup is? No. You should look into it, man. It was <laughs> yeah. a diva Collect cup. that blood, bro. It's crazy. So there's this cup. They put it inside their vagina, and it catches the blood. And at the end of the day, they take oh. the cup out, and it's a cup of blood. It's like a little, I bet that smells good. It's like mm. a teaspoon of blood in that not shit. Not not. And a, a real woman will shoot it after. We should oh, summarize yeah. real quickly just the, the issue with Bizzle and Catfish. I don't know if we did that. It's, yeah. a, it's a really interesting listen, the original podcast. But basically, uh, Catfish and Bizzle, you start the podcast thinking there's going to be this kind of ambiguous, like, ah, he made a good point, he made a good point, I get why they hate each other. But then it sort of becomes clear that Bizzle here rode a bicycle across the country like a uh, like basically Forrest Gump, a like one-eyed Forrest Gump, and then you I had two eyes back then. Of course, of course, you maybe hitchhiked a couple of passages. The cops were like, "Hey, you got to get off this road." They gave you a ride, and this dude Catfish just made it like the the driving mission in his life to fuck with you to bury me in the ground because you like like got a couple rides during this cross country trip. Maybe and I don't, I don't, we we have it quite figured out why he did it but we think it might be jealousy i mean it was definitely something where i mean but i'm gonna be honest with you like Kafish is a dude where i've seen him kind of like torch opportunities in his life at at on crazy whims like when and i'm not even saying this to talk shit about him because it's just facts but when i first went to china with him and i think 2011 maybe um we go there and he's like an x games announcer right so he, he announces at the fucking contest and, you know, it's, it's a good check. It's like yeah. keeps him in the industry, et cetera. And there's one of the other main hosts, like pretty much the main host is this guy, Sal Masakela, who you may remember from watching the X Games back in the day. Uh, and he he has kind of moved on, I think, from action sports. But he has like roots in action sports and has been doing different hosting work since back in the day or whatever. But Catfish in, in this Chinese hotel just decides that he is going to go on Twitter and accuse Sal Masakela of being basically the, the a person who's profiting from nepotism because his father was... You probably think I'm going to say something like action sports related, right? No, his fa- his father, I believe, was a jazz musician. Oh yeah. What impact or influence the jazz community could have on the X Games? I would assume <laughs> is almost no leverage. They don't even play jazz at the X Games. <laughs> I, I, I think of them as about as separate as you could get in terms of cultures, right? But like, this didn't stop Catfish from going on a crazy rant and attacking Thomas Kale and saying he didn't deserve to have this job. It's not like they had personal issues or anything like that. It was just this is how he was feeling at the time. And I remember sitting there and just being like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, you got to chill. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, you know, I've talked to Sal now. He's a nice guy and everything. But I didn't even know him at the time. And I'm just like, why would you do this? Guess what? He got fired from the fucking job. And, like, you know, that should have been obvious to anybody before he even did it. But I I say all that just to say the way he kind of flipped the script on Bizzle, it's not like there's no uh, previous time that this happened. 
Yeah. There's a precedent for this. Yeah. And how could you say anything negative about good old Bizzle here? I mean, yeah, I like this guy. Thank you. How can you not? Thank you. No, you I cool as hell, man. That. At first, when you said I can't sit here because it's dark over here, and then you pointed in my direction, I thought something totally. Oh different. my god! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but it's cool. I realized yeah. you was actually missing the yeah. eyes, so it wasn't racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Uh, I feel like it's easier to be racist with one eye, though, because that's like. I don't know. It's like I mean, you're like more of like a pirate. No, let's like unpack a, that. Let's a crazy vagrant. That. Let's talk about that, Court. I wonder if, by percentage, people with one eye are more or less likely to be racist. Huh. Well, a uh, black guy took my eye, and I'm not racist. Wow. That's did, actually impressive. Did that take any self-control at a certain time? For what? Like, was there a part of you that wanted to sort of blame it on, on the black whole people. group? Because like the community. Nah. A, a lesser man might be nah. tempted, right? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. And even you I've know had, that story? And I've even had do? people tell me, like, that it's because like I grew up like around like the black culture and like if I hadn't had grown up like that I wouldn't have I would just let that man take my lighter and I could have still had an eye today. A lot and of people I'm would okay have okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's just that's the way it is. Like I'm not going to let somebody steal my lighter like that. A lighter, lighter like flick, flick, fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that like, was that was the deal. The like, dude that just got out of jail, and I I hate to like drag you through the the one eye uh, trauma right. over and over, but. It was like he he goes to like a restaurant, right? And he's just kicking it with a bunch of people. And a guy asks him for his lighter. He uses the lighter and he puts it back in his pocket, which I'm sure you know, this is like a real subtle way of telling somebody they're a bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, in South Philly, you don't do that. Yeah, he wasn't about to back down. So he kept grilling the dude, like, give me the fucking lighter. He gives him the lighter and then he runs up from behind when he's not looking and jams a fucking knife into his eye. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so this wasn't over yeah. a lighter. The lighter was just symbolic. Side, yeah. side note, I just want to throw this out there. I'm a huge... Pushaisky fan. I've been listening to Pushaisky for the last year or two. It just popped into my head. This is a real Pushaisky lyric from the song Who Is Him with Gucci Mane. Hop out on the slammer with this chopper like I'm Sean Kemp. Wow. Rappers predicting the future.com. Like this song was recorded years ago. Do you, do you know who Sean Kemp is? Sean Kemp is an NBA player, yeah. he's 53. I don't know anything about him except for the fact that I remember his name from my childhood because he was probably like at the height of his career when I was, you know, in elementary or high school, I guess. And uh, there, it emerged last night that he had been arrested and the cops picked him up for a drive-by shooting. What? Now that sounded like the craziest thing I ever fucking heard in my life, right? Because fifty-two. He's fifty-three. Fifty-three. Usually, when you think about a drive-by shooting, aren't you usually thinking about like a younger person, yeah, like a thirty-five and under crime, a person who maybe like doesn't have anything to lose, yeah. like probably not somebody who was a successful NBA it's like player, fifteen to twenty-three range. Bro, if you're yeah. a legend in the NBA, you still got all kinds of opportunities. You could still go do autograph signings. You could probably, you probably got plenty of shit he could be doing, right? So Kids camps, a, teach him a video. Yeah, sure. A video emerged. Like if you can't make a hundred thousand dollars a year at fifty-three as Sean Kemp. Then I think you're fucking up. Mm -hmm. Like, th there's got to be some shit for you to Personally, do. Personally, Sean Kemp fucked up my parlay because I had Dennis Rodman doing the drive by at plus six hundred, <laughs> <laughs> and the shit just did not fall through. You get a hit for a DUI before he even gets That's to fucking shot. Maybe uh, Ron Artest with a rape at uh, minus seven fifty. <laughs> what did you say? I saw Dennis Rodman in real life. Yeah, in Newport Beach, it was bad. I felt so bad for him, like he was like linked out on heroin and stuff. I felt sad. Heroin? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You think he's on heroin? Got to be because there was this guy 
And uh, this guy w- was like trying to act like he was his manager, but you could tell it was the guy that was probably feeding him. Mm, wow. Yeah. Hey. No, because, okay, when I interviewed Dennis Rodman, we had to reschedule like three times before it actually happened because they kept telling me that he was getting drunk as fuck in the morning. And then when you see the video of him going to North Korea and kicking it with Kim Jong-un and stuff, well, I don't think he really got to kick it with him, but that was the nah, story. He did. Yeah, I know. I know right, another guy around. that went with him, the eighth wonder, but, Antoine Scott. But they were supposed to spend more time together, and it never ended up happening because Rodman got so wasted that basically Kim Jong Un didn't want anything to do with it. Wow. Yeah. So I, I have never heard the heroin rumor, but I mean that's interesting. Oh yeah, it you, it was very obvious, and the guy that was acting like his manager, I mean, he had the whole tweaker skin going on. Really? Oh, yeah. oh he was. He was walking with somebody who looked like a character yeah. of that ilk. No, because Dennis was over there just literally like this in a chair. And I walked Slumped up over. and I was like, yo, Dennis, you okay? And <laughs> then this this yo, little short guy, he he comes up and he's like, hey, like you got to go. He doesn't like anyone around. And I'm like, who are you? He's like, I'm his manager. And I was like, oh, man. And I, I was like, damn. And I just yeah. walked off. Hey, Biz, I got a little something I'm going to spark up right now. Can I borrow your lighter? Yeah, sure. Thank Don't you, burn man. your eyeball out. No, thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> I've accidentally almost done that. <laughs> oh, what? He can't see what you're doing. I don't yeah, do you it. really left it to the cameraman to catch you doing that. Hopefully, they got it. Do what? Oh, good. are you little bastard? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, Mike? Give me a steak knife. I'm gonna beat you with your shoe. He's trying to steal Bizzle's lighter. Uh, don't beat him with the oh What an asshole, Bizzle! If if Putin started ringing you up like he dug your pants, he liked your shirt that says "Everything sucks." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh, I, I want to meet this man." Yeah, and he puts you on a private jet to Moscow. Are you gonna be like Putin's Dennis Rodman? He gonna have to come with some money. Shut up, dude. Yeah. Some guy, you're oh, fucking wearing some guy's pants. I'm sorry, but it's Russia, and you want me to go meet with, like, the guy who puts people under the ground for no reason. Like, he just does that. He's like, oh, let's do this. You no, know? but he doesn't kill him for no reason. He kills him because they're, like, talking shit about I'm him. Saying, those are I'm his saying political no enemies. reason, like, nonchalant. But you're not his political enemy. I don't think Putin has any sort of motivation to come at you. But what if I go over there, and I, like, just, I don't know, I'm having a little bit too much fun, and I... I touch a titty I ain't supposed to. Oh, Who knows? You're Putin's guest, dude. That's his favorite thing. He probably gonna give me some titty. Now of that course. I, think I bet Putin has escorts on deck for anybody who visits him. Like, oh, hey, like that's like me offering you a mint or like, oh, you want you want some chips before we like go out or something? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, Danny, there's there's a room full of prostitutes right over here that you can go bang one. Yeah, Actually, honestly, I if I did have it. that kind of dynamic going, that would probably be, like really increase my social status. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, that's Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein 101. Well, okay, not I'm, I'm thinking fully grown adults, but ah, uh, you're not fun. Mm. Listen, Basil, the chicks in Russia will blow your mind. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've watched my sh- share of the Russian Pornhub section. I I know what the fuck they got going. What on kind of porn there. is? Can we ask Basil what kind oh, of porn he enjoys? Know. Yeah, besides mm. onlyplugtalk.com. <laughs> That's very complicated. I have a very wide variety. I'd say I lean more towards very very big fake titties. I love big fake titties. Who's your favorite in that regard? Amy Anderson, Wendy oh, Whoppers. I love Amy Anderson, but I even go with fucking uh, Danielle Derrick's old. Oh, ass. okay, dude, yeah. you need to look up Pandora Peaks. Hey, Mike, can you pull up Pandora Peaks for our guy here? The fact that you guys know more '90s porn stars than me is pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, the the big fake titties thing that Bizzle finds himself interested in. 
that is a 90s phenomenon. Oh, yeah. It's called being a bimbo. Because I, I think yeah. I think like the health consequences are so drastic yeah. that doctors have started to maybe lose their license for doing it. Here we're going to have my girl. That's not even a flattering picture, but I, I can tell Bizzle's going to be into it. You know what's crazy? What? what? Say that. something about Pandora. Uh, Great app. The, 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 yeah. I don't know anything about Pandora. I know a Pandora Blue. I watch her stuff. She's all right. She ain't really my type. I fuck with Madison Ivy hard. I yeah. love Luna Star. Um, fucking Ebony Mystique. Um, I, I mean, I'll go into the Asian too. Like, I'm, I'm pretty like wide range. Like, I don't really give a fuck. So, do you have like a favorite? Like, are you if like, I had in the to mood go for with black? One, you're in the mood for Asian? Like, do you switch it up? If I had to go for one and one only, it would be big titty platinum blonde. Mm. But you know, I, I have interviewed. I, don't think I've really fucked any girls with any like the insane fake tit thing going, but there are a lot of girls who have that, and it's like that's their thing is mm-hmm. that they are the ones still rocking it. Cause I remember when I first got a porno magazine when I was in elementary school and that was like the, the main thing is that you look through the shit and it's like the girls just had fake cans out to here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not into that. It's What's weird, your type? Weird way to live. Porn. Um, I like black women, black women squirting, squirting, but, um, favorite porn star, I probably would say skin diamond. I like that chick. Yeah. I like her. Can you pull her up for me, Mike? <laughs> skin. Diamond. When you like black chicks, because, are you looking for like ass tits anything in particular like thinner black chicks like what's your type within that because we all know porn just saying a, like a, a race of girl isn't enough i need more nah, description I, I just like cute chicks honestly like any chick that's fine and then any chick that does anal mm. is my kind mm. of chick and yeah. then you don't find a lot of black women that do anal so skin diamond is a hot ass black chick that take it up the butt right here yeah. that's skin diamond mm. yeah she's current yeah, I think she played guitar or some shit like now because on Instagram she goes like Raylan Joy Cat. She looks she don't super post, hot. Yeah, she's hot as fuck. She still works though, but I think she does her own shit. Like she got a platform called uh, skinfucks.com or something like that. <laughs> Skinfucks. There's subtle. nothing like onlyplugtalk.com. <laughs> she's hot, dude. She's really hot. Ooh, I love a girl with the side of her head shaved. Sounds that... like a name from the Super Bad movie. That makes me feel Skinfox. like she listens to Skrillex. Yeah, she does, bro. She was born in Germany. Like, she's like some, like, she's not the regular black porn star, dude. Like, do we attribute the, the shaved side of the head thing to Skrillex, though, or is there deeper references? That's probably a Christy Mack beginning. Oh, yeah. I, but you think she was an EDM head? No. I feel like Skrillex beat her to the shaved head look. And then War Machine beat Christy Mack. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was, was I was at. Wow. <laughs> I'm fucking sorry. I didn't uh, mean to insult Christy. Fuck War Machine. Fuck War Machine. I saw, I watched that guy go crazy over Twitter, and it was very entertaining. He was like a mid UFC fighter. Or was he even in the UFC? He was, he was bottom like tier. He was, right? Very bottom tier, and the only reason he had any notoriety is because... He, Christy Mack. No, no, well, he, that too. Yeah, basically. But, but he was like a reality television star when he was on The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Because he would cry all the time, and he was clearly emotionally unstable, which just means ratings. and mean, you're... Like, the worst thing you can be in the UFC is just, like, a guy from Dagestan who's just yeah. like, I, like, make punch. That, <laughs> I was trying to explain what? that to my girl the other day. Hard. That's Nobody likes that. I, I was explaining down, it the other day that, like... Basically, like as a UFC fighter, your value is determined by not only your record and how 
able to win you are and, and how entertaining you are to watch fight, but that also your ability to speak and to some extent your ethnicity seems like it does kind of come into play. Not, I don't think it's directly because of the ethnicity because like you could have a dude from fucking Thailand, but if he speaks incredibly well, I feel like it's likely that he's going to be really popular. You just feel bad for the Brazilian dudes who like yeah. – are not able to communicate on stage, and I feel like it's really hard for them to gain fan bases, right? Yeah. If I see a Russian, I'm gonna be like, that motherfucker's gonna win. That's why Putin <laughs> loves you. Yeah. Oh, God damn. You're right. I'm gonna get abducted. It's gonna be all your fault. <laughs> Yo, maybe. You, you, you better abduct him too, Putin. <laughs> Have it, you ever done a 23andMe? Maybe you might be Russian. What is that? Oh, that's where you find out. What's oh, that? I know what I am. What's I'm actually a direct descendant of the, one of the founding fathers of this country. He wrote the dec- Declaration of Independence. Like you just don't know which, who? which one? Yeah, John uh, Quincy Adams. Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> the fuck. Okay. He was the first, uh, the the first president, and then there was a second president, both with the same name, and the second one was John Quincy's son. Who had more slaves? Uh, sure, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, he he was the guy who wrote the Declaration of Independence. You know, this might be because he's claiming that he might be part black. Maybe he's the illegitimate son of John Quincy Adams with a slave. I wish ah. I'd be better than fucking where I actually came from. I feel like we're a few generations removed. Yeah, for sure. Quite a few. Yeah. The the John Quincy Adams blood and the high IQ has been diluted. Clearly, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. How dare you? I love it. I like Bizzle a lot. Yeah, dude. I don't even take that day at all. I'm I'm Bills. I'm starting my own shit. Oh, Bills? yeah, because I yeah. saw him arguing with a rapper named Bizzle. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Why, I've hated what? him for so long. I really? Was so, I was so glad that I finally got to say something. Wow. So, okay, I'm looking at my Instagram comments, and I see that there's a rapper named Bizzle, and I actually Googled it and saw that he had, like, a some interview back in the day and stuff. So he's not totally irrelevant. I don't know if he's, like, a thing or not, but he's basically like, how fucking dare you to have this this fake-ass Bizzle on your podcast? And Bizzle's in there re- re- replying. And stuff. Like, I called you Bizzle in the title. But I guess that's not how you would have preferred for it to no. be titled. No, I would be Wild Bills, B-I-L-Z. Got it. Yeah. That is a cool name, but I also feel like Bizzle is just. I want to be Bizzle, but that fucking guy has it trademarked. Don't let him take your Bizzle. Yeah, he's been around it. since I was a baby. Let's go to war. So What's your last right. name? What's your last name? You just heard it. What is it? Adams. Adams. Bizzle. I didn't know it fucking made its way down. Be uh, uh yeah, it doesn't work. It needs to be a consonant to be like an Izzle. That first podcast in mine and Adams' mind that really that part that did a lot for the branding of Bizzle. So, so it's gonna be hard for us to let this go. My favorite thing from that is like I like to joke around and do comedy. And uh, my favorite thing from that He's is so innocent. Like, I love him. Some some girl she said Bizzle is like forty, and I find him attractive. I'm over here like, bitch, I'm thirty one, but thank you. Like you got city miles. Yeah, the reason that for sure. City miles. And because I've lived a lot, so I got wisdom. And a lot of my friends like Reggie Huggins are running for fucking goddamn. Reggie Huggins. Yeah. Shout out Reggie. Yeah. Uh, running for congressman in New York. Did he respond to uh, your endorsement? Oh, yeah. I talk to Reggie every day. That's my... Did he make a reel about it and post it on his Instagram? I don't know. He should. He should be happy to. Reggie Huggins is a politician in New York City. Which district was he running for congressman? He's not a politician yet. He's actually an old school music producer from like Motown, like worked with Mary J. Blige, Casey and Jojo. Um, And now he's, he's older and he he's like, damn, like I've lived for a long time now. Like, not trying to say you ancient, Reggie, but I lived for a long time now. And like, I'm not seeing things getting better. I'm seeing people hurt more. Like, there's still hurt and it's growing. 
So he's like, I got to make something. You know, I want to leave here in, in a better place. He's still got a while. He's probably still got, you know, 40 years on this earth. What are uh, Mr. Huggins' policies? Uh, hugs. I, I don't even know if he knows yet. I just, hugs? Yeah. I hugs, just not drugs. Hugs. That's a, yeah, his, he was looking at his own name one time, and he thought to himself, damn, I should endorse hugs. He should. No, uh, I like the hug platform. I, I told <laughs> him inner that, city hugs, dude. I told him that they really need to focus on the homeless problem and the group home systems. Smarty, because yeah. like, like I was one of those kids that aged out at eighteen out of group home, and then you just on the streets. Where the fuck you going go? And that happens every day. Thousands of kids are being put out on the streets. There needs to be something in place for these kids. Like that's a lot of homeless people you see out in the streets. It, these are people that were in that system, and now they. Ain't got no family still, and they out on the street. What are the conditions like in a group home? Oh, man, it's violent. I'm surprised I didn't lose an eye in there. I was fighting in there like every single day, sometimes two, three times a day. Um, I mean, I've been hit with a candle in the face, like one of the big-ass glass candles. Like clue, dude. I've been hit with a, a probably like a five- or six-foot metal pipe. That was like that like clue, thing. dude. Was like Colonel um, Mustard hit you with that? Right. Uh, no, that that motherfucker's name was Alan that hit me with that. And uh, I've Damn. been beat with metal chairs. I I once hit somebody uh, one time so hard with a skull ring on. We weren't allowed to have jewelry after that. That it got embedded in my knuckle, and they had to surgically remove it. The ring. Yeah. Damn. And uh, and he actually had a print. He was in that group home for years after that, and he still had that print in his fucking head. I hit the fucking shit out of him. I choked him so hard that my boy Craig that worked there, he wasn't that much older than us. And uh, so I respected him. And he he literally like saw me choking him out, let me do my thing. But it got to the point where Craig said, yo, you're about to kill him. And at that point, I it probably at least was 30 seconds in between heartbeats that I felt in his neck. Oh. Yeah. But you know why I did it? It's because this is the group home shit right here. I woke up. This motherfucker had knocked on my door. I opened the door. He is laying on the ground with gold bond powder. Boom. In the face. He comes in my room. I'm fucking gold bond powder, man. That shit is minty as fuck. It burns the fuck out of your shit. And it's all up in my nose and my mouth is fucked. Well, he used it as a weapon? Yeah. The, the it was blinding, like a prank, right? No, nah, because we fought every day. Like, oh. that was our thing. And I was always the one that came out on top. So he had to do some underhanded shit every time. Mm. So then he comes in my room, take my metal folding chair from my desk, Beat the shit out of me with it. And then fucking after that, we weren't allowed to have chairs or desks. Or like, jewelry. Yeah. So we sprayed. weren't allowed to play basketball or, no more. At or one candlesticks point. or pipes or basketballs. We couldn't do nothing. He sprayed you with the gold bond powder and then beat you with a chair? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I went and washed all the shit off my face. And my, I remember my lip was so fucking swollen. The split open blood is... Yeah, and I went out and I said, yo, Craig, I'm going to kill him. And Craig just... Oh, okay. I was wondering where the referee was. Craig was the referee. Yeah, and Craig was like, you know, just gave him the head nod. Because <laughs> he saw, like, what happened. He's like, you don't fucking, you know, it's like gel in there, honestly. Hey, guys, you're not going to believe it. Sledgelord's got a sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. You've heard me talk about them a bunch of times before, but basically, if you're a guy who needs a little bit of extra confidence in the bedroom, Blue Chew is going to help get you there. And there are some great, great things about this, like the fact that it gets delivered straight to your house. All you have to do is head on over to bluechew.com and you can consult with some of their medical providers who are basically going to tell you what dosage you need and what product would be best for you. And we know what you're thinking. Like, oh, does this stuff work? Well, uh, Adams feels way harder and thicker when he gives it to me. 
So yeah, it works. Yeah, guys, and they also have a new style out there. It's called Vardenfil mint flavored chewables, and uh, the active ingredients in Levitra and Staxin are involved, so you can stay hard and fresh at the same time. So if you don't like, uh, you know, swallowing pills or anything, these are a great option for you. Has it ever been easier to be a great love maker? No, Danny, it hasn't. And they actually get delivered to your house in discreet packaging. So if you've got a nosy mailman or a friend who likes to look at your mail or anything, don't worry. Mm. It's not going to be obvious to them what you're getting into, even though there is nothing to be ashamed of nothing. in terms of needing a little bit of help in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Would you say, Adam, that uh, Blue Chew, they are the general in a sexual revolution? I think that that is fair to say, in fact. And in fact, it's so fair to say that we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code SLEDGELORDS at checkout. That's bluechew.com. And you just are going to pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com. And use the promo code SLEDGELORDS to receive your first month for free. And I went to jail as a minor with grown men uh, seven times before that age of 18. And the first time I went in was probably around the age of 13. Damn, you couldn't run? Nah, because you would, you would fight in the group home, and then sometimes I would take it just way too fucking far. And they would send you to jail? Yeah, that's punishment. Oh. Yeah. And uh, one time in jail, I actually uh, got into a rap battle with this guy in there, and I fucking <laughs> mur I murdered his ass with it. And then he You're got a good he's rapper, an amazing right? rapper. Yeah, yeah, I heard that he's a really good rapper. And I wrote a rap out there while I was waiting on y'all. I wrote the beat and everything. Us. You down to perform it? Yeah, sure. Oh, yes. So, so yeah, in in there, after I beat his ass with the rap, the next day, out on his fucking hour <laughs> Did break. Did they ban raps after that? Yeah. I, <laughs> no rhyming. <laughs> no rhyming. No Dr. Seuss. No riddles. The next day, that man's out on his hour little lockout. Uh, you know, he's supposed to be taking his shower and shit. But, nah, this man had taken a shit in his damn toilet, had his little cup, boom, came up to my cell. Glock dookie. Boom. Get the fuck out of here. A real life He invented Glock the Glock Dookie. Holy shit. Hit me. Wow. All the way up and down. I In my, in how, my mouth. How good was this freestyle? It was, it was beyond phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, it was legendary. I love this they, guy. I guarantee you, everybody that was in there. Back then, I was the notorious MC Big Beasel back then. Oh. And I was 17 at that time. And I guarantee you, everybody on that damn block remembers my ass from that rap. So anyway... Uh, he throws his the shit in me. I'm like, fuck that. So like the next day, I'd already been talking with my silly all night. I was like, yo, I I know like I've seen the damn fucking TV shows. I know you can bust this damn door open. You someone has to know. Like we got to figure this out. He's like, I know how to do it. And it's like you take a little Bible, put it in there, jam it, and like it was an old ass system. You might not be able to do that no more. But you jam it. So then this guy comes out the next day for his break. I was fucking ready. I had taken off the top half of my jumpsuit and I ripped it up into pieces and I'd taken my damn soap bars and uh, eat, fucking like chopped them up and wrapped my hands in them and wrapped them up. I had these big ass orange clobbering things. I looked like the damn clobber. And uh, I had my big old gut it's out the that clobber. bitch. Yeah, and I even had made a belt. I was like a little designer. I had made a belt to keep my bottoms on because I knew it was going to get tough out that bitch. And uh, fucking, so he comes out. I run out, like bust the door open, run out. Everybody just screams, run, because I'm big. Like, he was not big enough to handle me. Are you still covered in feces at this point? Oh, no, this is the next day. Oh, hey, what's okay. up with the soap? The, the soap made it harder. 
Uh-huh. But you you were like so serious. That's why I wrapped it up in the soap. I made like concrete fucking gloves. You didn't want to take the chance that you might punch this dude and have a fucking bone break in your hand. And no, not I be able wanted to... to fucking put him in the goddamn concrete and him never get up again. See, it seems I to me, that. seems to me like a fist would be more put effective shit on than me like and it a, goes in my mouth. A dove bar. It went in your mouth, business. Yeah. So so then like what I run. What you doing when he do this shit? He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> I, I was probably was fucking, yodeling. I was probably rapping while he was doing it. But <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah, he uh, I run down the stairs, and as soon as I get down to the bottom, he was already down there, like, like looking around, like, oh fuck, I don't know where to go. And then as soon as I got right close to him, he was right by the shower, and there just so happened to be a mop there, but it didn't have the the strings attached to it. It was just a stick in the metal, and he picked it up. And like, I apparently they said that it went boom, hit me in the head, blood just, and then I'm sitting there like this. They said I was just sitting there for like a couple minutes like that, and then the guards came in and chased him back in his cell, hit him with three uh, the shooter tasers, hit him with three of them bitches, and then they took me and uh, woke up in the hospitals, fucking staples, all that bullshit, uh, and then I went back. And uh, I was a legend when I got back. Like, everybody fucking loved me. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Are you scared of prison? Wait, I'm not. I'm, I'm, everybody should be scared of prison. <laughs> but if you were I'm in there, you feel like you, you, do you feel like you would thrive in that environment? Nobody can thrive in prison unless you're an animal. Did you see I know, if, I know somebody right now, I won't say his name because it could, it could get me killed. But I got a boy right now doing three life sentences. And to be, be exact with you, this man, he is an animal. He is a killer. He is a gunman. That's what he does. And uh, fucking, like, he he probably thrives in there. And, uh, I yeah, and to be honest with you, he's he's better. The world is better off, like, with him in there. I'm just I'm pissed yeah. Bizzle didn't get any revenge. Like, you got just knocked out with a mop handle when you ran down there ready to do battle. He yeah. started it. He beat him in a rap battle. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, they, they That's victory. Him, it can't be erased. They took him uh, from there and then took him to a higher facility. Like, they took him from a whole other facility. So, Court, yeah. well, you're saying it's, it was justified what happened to Bizzle because oh, no, of that no, rap no, beating. No, 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 no. I, I kind of agree, dude. Nobody. I mean, if it's a violent enough tongue lashing. Wait, what I want to know is did you battle anyone after that? Oh, yeah. Not in jail. I was, oh, out, okay. I was probably only in there for maybe a week after that. I was in there for like three weeks. Every time they put me in there, it's three weeks. So you was ready to kill this guy and turn three weeks into 25? I was in the group years? home, man. I had nothing to live for. I understand that. I, well, that's how people I, I would have been understand. happy to die. This is why BMX means a lot to Bizzle and why Catfish was and that's so also, widely lampooned for you know threatening his appreciation. Because yeah. you feel like BMX in a way saved you? Yeah, and that's also why you get more of the white guy from me now because when I got out the group home, these white BMXers came and snatched my ass up. But for a long time, all I had was black. That was all I had. And then these people came and like showed me like the craziest world ever, like took me traveling. I was from North Carolina from a small town. Like no one goes anywhere. Yeah, that shit did save your life. I it fully did. understand it now. And I was running with gangs at the time. Like it it was fucking bad. Like I was do- literally, like, the week I met them, I probably did, like, two B&Es. Like, it was, like, not a good path I was walking. When uh, when the white guys came and scooped you up, and you said they showed you a whole new world, were they showing you, like, the world of hors d'oeuvres and three-piece suits and good credit scores? A lot of gay jokes. <laughs> a lot of gay jokes? That's white, not gay. <laughs> white dudes make gay jokes. It's implying that they, oh, you're saying they were making, okay, I thought you were suggesting that. Yeah, white dudes like making gay jokes. I don't know why, I but they do. That. Oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Hey, but I feel like you could, you could, 
throw some gay jokes in there. Do you feel like you, you can play both sides that well? Pause. Uh, good point. Yeah, yeah. You, the wording. But um, yeah, I have great gay jokes. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> like I, because I'm good at jokes. Yeah. But gay jokes, you gotta you gotta think about everything that's been said and really just word it the right way. But yeah, I got a couple of good ones. Is your Yankees cap? Is that a pride cap? It is rainbow. I pointed that the out lo- before too. Yeah. Is that no? Nah, so I make hats right, and I put a bunch of different colors. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Wow. And you have to. You know, How do you put like the thread over the letters, though? It's a proprietary secret, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> is this smart man? He's getting nah, a shark tank. He's got his Instagram picture as a pin as well. I do, Damn. but um, yeah. So I, it's like fabric paint, but I use a fine brush and I brush it. But it's not a pride hat. The original like hat that I made. This is like my 70th hat or some shit. But the first one I made it was based on a Mexican blanket. Then I started like scrambling the colors up, and now it's like extremely scrambled. It's like the most advanced version of the hat. That is a Mexican blanket. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, just gonna say, you. stay off Santa Monica with that lid, buddy. Adam has got like almost a Mexican blanket going on. What are you talking about? Sure. That's this. I I've, I feel like I'm not seeing the Mexican flag right here. Oh, if, you, blanket, if you match blanket. it to the logo on his hat, it's like halfway there. I have more of like halfway? a pastel. Oh, Easter he got about, he got one eye. Oh, yeah. So, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And you have sunglasses. Yeah. Yo, set me off on a blind date, dog. I'm fucking halfway there. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know a blind chick. But, but back she, to the chi- the comment I was saying earlier about the chick saying that I was 40 and uh, attractive. I thought it would be funny because everybody's asking me to do a podcast if I change my name to Bizzle44. And oh. then I, I do a podcast called No Humper. Mm. And then I go around to like old folks' home. And I, I asked them about their sex lives. Like, I've heard that Miami, like, Florida retirement homes, like, I heard that shit is bumping. I would love to go down there and interview them people. A though. podcast full of interesting conversations about sex with people that nobody would want to have sex with. I'm with that. That's, that's actually, I want to know what's going on down there. And, I, you know, I just go in under the guise that I just want to, you know, hang out with some old people, you know, because they ain't got nobody to hang out with. And then get in there and be like, hey, yo, mind if we film? Sign this NDA. Get some pussy. Would you come after him, Adam, in a legal capacity if he took the name No Humper? <laughs> There's already a... Uh, isn't there No Humper? Probably. Or is it uh, Oh, no, no. You're talking about Little Humpers. Ho Jumper. There's a girl oh. in Vegas who started I like an escort version of fucking No Jumper, and it's called Ho Jumper. You need to do a collab. Oh, yeah, you gotta let her rock. That's yeah, she like asked me to go on it, I think, and I remember just looking at the DM and being like, no. Like, yeah. like you have like 30 followers. I don't trust you. No I'll, offense, I'll go on it if they selling pussies. Like, just trade, trade me some pussies. Yeah. I would assume <laughs> that they're in the marketplace, that they at least know some people. How many uh, pieces of pussy do you need, Court, to travel out to Vegas and do like an hour and a half podcast? Um, two of the blowy. Hmm. How many nuts you ever busted in a day? Oh, man. I feel like I need to know this. Nigga, I busted a whole fucking bag of walnuts <laughs> in a carton. day. Like, <laughs> I used to, like, I don't know for some reason, like, what was going on with me. I think it was just because this baby oil was so fucking good. Mm. It was like this, like, this, uh. You was on some shit. Nigga. I'm telling you, <laughs> and I say that because you black. Baby oil. <laughs> baby oil sounds ridiculous. Dude, it was like some gel baby oil. Not gel, gel. Right. <laughs> and oh. and it, it came in like this like clear tube or whatever, but you squeeze it, and the shit was so like viscous. When you tug your dick, it felt like should your I, hand should I Google was a vagina. Viscous? viscous? Yeah, I think it's a plain viscosity. viscosity. Well, it's, it, they're the same word. Vicious? Oh, I thought nah, he said nah, viscous. Yeah, viscous, like the viscosity of it, like the. Yeah. 
it's the, the oiliness like it felt ideal it, it, it's, it's closer it's to the solid it means it's moving from liquid to solid okay. somewhere in the middle there it turns your hand from palm to pussy i have a new word i have a new word viscous yeah. viscous it's like discus. viscous is not a word like you could throw viscous. a discus no viscous, no, viscous is, is a word, word. really yeah. Dude, don't come at us like that what about christmas i don't know man christmasity Christmas, viscous Christmas. Yeah, That's v- a rhyme. V- there you go. Looking at titties in the city, hanging with Diddy. I always so pity these ashtray. Yeah, what's up with that rap? What rap? We I'm want you to, to throw it out. Spit. And Bizzle, you are a handsome guy. Oh, thank you. No, he's. A, I get why he's gonna yeah. be popular with some chicks. Yeah. No, I've had some some crazy chicks. Like I had this one chick in New York back. I don't know if y'all remember when Instagram first started. Well, why don't you rap about it? Because I I want to hear the rap too. Well, give me a fucking beat or something. Uh, we could, we could. Well, actually, I don't know. Do we have a beat? We, we have, have beats that are already cleared. Okay, we have. A, I mean, I got. I can go get my shit and bust it out. All right. Yeah. I'm chilling with the motherfucking crew. What it do? I'm from the two five two New Bern, NC. That is where my family abandoned me. But now look at me on TV live, L I V E live, live, L I V E live, and I'm shine, L I V E live, and I'm shine with my pants on diamonds. Uh. Come with the cello. Keep going, nah, I got you, I got you. I wanna fuck a bitch like Doja Cat. She ain't got no eyebrows. This bitch smoking crack. If she do that, make her cooler. I just bought a big ass gun, call it Hasbula. My new bitch too fucked up, but her ass cooler. We gonna get them fixed as long as she keep on stripping. My father must be a chicken nugget. He keep on dipping. <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't keep the B going. I was like, am I really gonna have to rap? I was thinking like, what do you want to say? And usually when I think about rapping, I think about saying something about taking a shit. Oh, bro. Or like going in the ocean and oh, taking a shit. I just had a fucking flashback like a motherfucker. I'm what? sorry. All right. So remember last time when we were talking about uh, the Vegas, me and you, when yeah. you was doing the shit? I've, I've flashed back and remembered Stevie. I don't know like if that's a story we want to bring into that. But what I happened? A funny Stevie story. Should we read so out like, Stevie like this, not? dude? So when I, when I rolled up in your hotel room, that's when I walked in, and you're literally in the glass shower just with these three chicks just going hand Sammy. Yeah. And then, Good old days. like, I migrated... <laughs> I migrated to where everybody was it's smoking, like speed right? Skiing. Yeah, he was. No, t- <laughs> Cross country skiing. Crazy. I think it was only like two chicks. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. It was a big shower too, and it looked like a lot. And uh, yeah, so I migrated to the smoking section where everybody's just chilling, and like we're smoking. All of a sudden, Stevie walks in. He's gone. He's probably off the same shit you was on. Well, yeah, because you gave us Klonopin. No, I didn't. And you told us that it was Adderall. I did not. Did not. Oh, that's that's. So I definitely did not. Good old days. I've never once had colonopins. I've had Adderall. So whatever you gave me, it made me sleep for two days. I don't think I gave you anything. But anyway, Stevie walks in. He looks lost, lost. Has no shirt. I don't even think he has shoes. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he walks in, like looks around. He's like, oh, clenched up and shit. I'm like, oh fuck. And then walks out. I look at everybody. I'm like, y'all ain't gonna go get Stevie. They're like, oh no. He's off, like he's gone. He's gonna do his own thing. I was like, "Fuck y'all!" And I got up and I went and I searched for Stevie's ass for like an hour. When I find Stevie, Stevie ain't got no damn nothing on, nothing, no underwear, no pants, nothing. Where? He was in the Hard Rock, still like wandering down a hallway. He's naked, walking through the hotel. Yes, and he's like all stumbly, bumbly. 
And then I fucking, uh, so I get them. I just so happen to have board shorts on underneath my pants, which are fucking hilarious because I'm big as fuck. See, he's little. So I like, I put these board shorts on him. It looked absolutely ridiculous. And then like, I picked him up, put him on my shoulder, and then I go to take him back. But I couldn't get into the elevator because I didn't have a key. He ain't got no pants, so he ain't got no fucking key either. Mm. So I'm like, all right, well, shit. You know, like, uh, I was calling. Like, you were obviously in the middle of fucking. You ain't picking up a phone. <laughs> uh, so I was like, fuck it. I'll just In the take middle st- of fucking two or three chicks. Yeah, I'll just take Stevie, like, you know, around with me until someone calls me back. In board shorts. <laughs> yeah, so I got, I got Stevie on my back. On my shoulder, walking around Vegas with fucking Stevie, having a great time, like partying and still. And then it, it comes to a point where the sun comes up. I still got Stevie, and I get back to my hotel, but uh, who I'm sharing a room with, he's fucking. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to walk in there with a the dude on my shoulder that looks like he's dead. Like, that's weird. Yeah. So, like, I just jump in the pool, and I set Stevie up, like, where he's laid up. It's funny as shit, too, man, because he's, like, in, like, a, a little kitty section of the pool in a lounge chair laid out. And uh, fucking the sun rised up, and I had him out there probably, like, three, four <sighs> hours before, like, he finally, no, he didn't Realized even wake you up. Realized you raped him. But he got sunburnt. I started noticing. Yeah. He, I noticed he got sunburnt, so I took wet towels, and I put it over him. <laughs> and he was just he was just laying there covered in wet towels for a while. It's like it's the ICU or something. I, just, I gotta the ask. Burn unit. No, but it gets better. It gets but, better. Well, I just let me ask this real quick. Like between the time you found him in the hallway and then you covered him in towels, you said that you guys were having a great time in Vegas. I How much fun can you have with a passed out guy who's got no credit card or identification? Yeah, when you on that yay, I was on that yak. I was fucking having. <laughs> but look at what a caretaker he is. Yeah. That he just like leapt into action and everybody else is having fun. I'm apparently fucking a bunch of chicks and he's. <laughs> He's just and, and for people who wonder what my BMX life was like, this is Mad somewhat house. indicative of yeah. what that time in my life was like. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So what happened after this? The best this part is-, is like finally, like I, I start noticing the time. And I'm like, fuck. Like I know he's got to ride. Like I know he has to ride. Like the show or something. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I got to get him back to the Hard Rock. I get him back to the Hard Rock. Literally, the moment we get out the fucking taxi, Uber, whatever the fuck it was, I I made it maybe five steps with this fucker on my shoulder. And then they came and walked up and like, sir, sir. Like they thought I had a dead guy. And they had a wheelchair. Like I don't even know how they came with a wheelchair that quick. And they took him, set him down. Like, yeah, we have to take him to the medical, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I'm coming with him. So, uh, he's like, okay. So we rolled down underneath the hard rock. It's crazy. They got like a fucking labyrinth down there. I used to work at the hard rock in yeah, Vegas. I saw him. Rest in peace like to the hard rock. Yeah. yeah. It's the Virgin Hotels. I think they're going to change that even though. But So Yikes. then like, literally like the doctor is looking at him probably a couple minutes in. All of a sudden, Stevie just wakes the fuck up. <laughs> he looks around. He looks at me and goes, Bizzle, what the fuck? I was like, I'm sorry, Stevie. They took you from me. But look. I'm still here. And then he's like, fuck this. And he gets up out the wheelchair and just starts storming out. I'm like, no, Stevie, this way. Like, and then we ran out. Yeah. So this dude was like a BMX rider who rode for the, the brand and stuff at that One time. The best and in the world. He's legit. So good. Yeah. He lived with me for years and years and years. But I remember around this time period was when I was like, okay, the drinking is a little out of control. Mm. I think I need to probably like not live in the same place as you. And then yeah. the funniest part is, He's every nap because he don't know he was passed out for a long time. He just woke up sunburnt with a bizzle in a fucking wheelchair. He don't know what <laughs> yeah. happened. So like every time I've seen him since then, he looks at me like scared, like he's nervous. And I feel so bad because I love him, you know. But 
little did he know I was just trying to take care of him. Carrying his the little the main thing I remember from that night is that that was the first night that I ever fucked a chick while another chick ate my ass. And it really is like a different level of pleasure. pleasure. I'm not going to lie. It's like pretty, it's pretty intense. It, it, to me, because I, I'm a guy who's only fantasized about something like that, it seems like it would be maybe better to get your ass eaten while you were getting blown. Because then your pelvis is stationary. And see, that is kind of the weird thing about it is that the girl either has to be very committed to keeping her mouth on your asshole or you have to kind of like put the dick in, let the girl that you're fucking wiggle around on it while the other girl licks your asshole. Mm. And so, yeah. But I, I would say like knowing everything I know now, you should not wait until you find women who want to do this kind of stuff. You should take money and buy prostitutes who will do it. But I don't know. Like, are prostitutes really eating ass? I don't know. Is that uh, to right to avoid any like repercussions or that story surfacing on the internet? Or? No, more just it's just easy because like what like if you walk into a bar and there's 200 girls in there, like what are the percentage of them that are down to lick your butthole while you fuck their friend? Oh, you know, one thing that I, I'm not even gonna lie, <laughs> it occurs to me rather often, probably once or twice a month. I don't know why it just comes out of nowhere and it's like, huh? I wonder if flumpkins are real. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, shout out to my homegirl. What do you do? If shout out to my homegirl Halo from Ohio. Blumpkins are real. Do you marry the chick? Do you run? Because I feel like if a chick is down to give you a blumpkin, she's got to like love you. Got to fucking. Love what about you. that for your rap name? A little blumpkin. I used to be an R and B singer called Big Pleasure. Blumpkin Spice. <laughs> Big Pleasure is so good. <laughs> Blumpkin a, Spice. I was trying to think one of one the whole time. I'm like, this is going to be a good Blumpkin Bl fun. Blumpkin Spice Latte. Do you have a big cock, Biz? No, I mean, I got probably like fucking nine and a half inches. Right? Shut up. I'm like fucking six oh, foot grew, four, so I should black, have like so a 12 small. inch dick. Can is we that see it? Us? Yeah, we're fucking just not right now, but like you're you pulling know. it out, dude. We gotta see. If that there thing. wasn't a female employee in the room, I'd be happy to take a gander at it right now. But this is we can go over to like the stripper room. But <laughs> this there's two things. It's either yeah, what you can probably smell people. it from over here. It's, I'm over here, and there's two other white people. They want me to pull out my dick. You don't want me to pull out my dick. Uh, well, because he, he has to keep this black illusion of heterosexuality. Honestly, I'm just sitting here quiet. If he reaches for his dick, I'm gonna knock him out. To be <laughs> fair, <laughs> this is his first week here, so it's kind of like he has to, you know, he doesn't want. To go all in. Honestly, I expected way more dicks than I've seen. Really, we yeah. have a lot of ch separation between church and state when it comes to plug talk and, and no jumper. You, no, you yeah. you want to see my dick? You got to get me on plug talk. Well, you know what I what is my idea that I actually want to do, and it unfortunately will probably have to take place here is I want to do a twenty four hour plug talk orgy Ooh. where we what? basically take all this shit out of here. Turn this into like a sex set, and then we go live on OnlyFans for a long, maybe not 24 hours, maybe the first one would be like eight hours or something. But then we could have a live stream going in the other room on the Plug Talk <laughs> YouTube. So as the girls and the guys exit the, uh, the, the, yeah. the orgy, they can just pop into the podcast and talk about what they just did. We'll recap. That I'm determined genius. to make this happen, but I, I say all that because we will have to absolutely make sure that all the no jumper employees are nowhere near it'll probably be more of a weekend oh thing. dude have me i'll i'll do play by play like uh, adam 22 now putting his erect penis into adriana chechik's asshole oh come shot can we skip dude, Bayless and like Shannon Sharp this shit man i think we i think we might be good announcers <laughs> for that one listen never bet against Adam Grand Mason when it comes to coming all over an OnlyFans girl's face. Turn out he's like my Tom Brady. I like Skip the idea of it like because <laughs> part of me would want to pop a perk and just be fucking for like the full eight hours, even though I know I really don't have to do that. Like I could just get like different people to do it. But like yeah. I feel like 
it might be a time to challenge myself. And by perk, I mean blue chew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, speaking of, segue into an ad. Can you give me a little Shannon Sharp right now? Like, I've always wanted to try fucking, blue chew. Have you done that? Yeah, like, you're going to love it, it. You're going to love it. I figured it would be fun. Like, yeah. we should, you should, uh, as Shannon Sharp, slam on Bizzle's sexual performance. I want to fucking get a damn... I, I I saw Sharp a video of him the other day. He is cool. I like him. Yeah, I want to I want to get a blue chew here. and oh. then just like <laughs> set up water bottles and stuff, and then just walk around. Might maybe get like a three sixty table with a whole bunch of water bottles, and maybe do like a domino type effect. Just walk around, just dum, 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 knock all the bottles down with your wiener. Yeah, that'd be fun as it's, shit. It's nine and a half incher, dude. Yeah, but if you got that fucking blue chew. You got like a goddamn, I'm talking about a piece of concrete. Like can you, you can break even, shit. With what it. about with the fact that him and Flacco quick. claim to have the same measurement? Uh, yeah, we need to figure this out. Flacco I, says, I'm, I'm, I'm nine and a half inches in girthy. I got a guy in harmony, Yo, Flacco. Flacco's thighs is too big to have a long dick. I feel like his thighs eat up most of his dick. Mm. If he lost a bunch of weight, his dick would probably get like two inches longer. Yeah. So no, that's a mean? fact. See, now, <laughs> now, now visibly, visibly, you're only going to see seven inches of my right. dick. But if you, if you push the cushion... There's another three in there. I don't know if you can count that, right? Dude, I think also with one eye, I, I think you can't you, calculate the height of his cock. If there's it. a mountain and it's 10,000 feet tall, but then some developers come and they lay a bunch of asphalt yeah. down and all of a sudden it's... But once you push, it, it still go in there. So it's there. Yeah, yeah. So it counts. You're not yeah. that fat, dude. You can't be blaming fat for like stealing inches here. He was well, way every, fatter back in the day. Every fucking 10 pounds overweight, apparently you lose him for dinch, a half an inch of dick. Oh, that's, that's what they say, bullshit. but no, hell no. I lost 35 pounds in uh, the last like six months, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think my dick looks an inch and a half longer. <laughs> Does it look longer? Probably, but like I would say it's it's maybe more in the realm of like a quarter inch to a, a half an inch, maybe. And it's also, too, like some boners are longer than others. It's so subjective. Mm. Like if my cock is rock hard, it looks like a different dick than yeah. if it's like a half-assed, I'm going to jerk off before bed type. Boner. Have you done any Googling about the penis pump? Because I personally mm. have been avoiding it. I'd be terrified to do a penis pump. Well, I don't be so scared. I had when I was like 16. I bought it on eBay. Did it and work? Yeah, that shit worked. Damn, really? Dude. Yeah, that shit worked like a motherfucker. Oh, I get so excited meeting people who have actually used them. Wow. Dude, I used to bring chicks over and let them oh, watch me pump it. Even let pump. them pump the shit. Like it was something that a lot of girls was interested in. So the, them days. there's this like fitness YouTuber, more plates, more dates, and I he see that? he did a video like three years ago, react like talking about all the different penis pumps he tried. Which it would it would appear he tried like 15 of them. I tried some cheap and, shit. And he said that they have multiple different effects. Like you use it, and it can make your dick longer permanently if you use it repeatedly over the course of however long you know months and years. But then also if you just had a hot date. Or you're going over a girl's house, you want to sleep together. I'm not sure if it would be worth doing it before the hot date, where like your dick's like it's gonna be like four hours till you're done eating and everything before you might have sex. But he said that it would give you like a temporary uh, bigger penis as well. I heard they cause I, damage. I, if you if you go crazy with that shit, yeah. But when I used it, my shit was vascular as fuck. Mm. I'm talking veins everywhere. <laughs> but you know what I, re I learned about is that there's something that uh, some porn stars will get or like some older guys will get it and their dick stops working is basically like a system with like a, a little like button or like a pump inside your body mm -hmm. and you can basically like this is how you make your dick hard now is you squeeze this little baggy thing and it, and it shoots blood into your dick and makes it fill up I guess no I don't want a dick thermostat no, you, you, <laughs> you wouldn't do this until you were like you had to do it like yeah. but, but I, I allegedly some like trans people will do this as well because like realistically if you're a woman to man trans person and you have 
you know, a bunch of the fat from your arm removed to make a penis? Like, what's going to make that hard? That's some Tony Stark shit. I think the funniest you. I think the funniest thing I heard, like one one of my really good friends, like she did most of my tattoos. Is well, not anymore, but she was a dominatrix for a long time. And uh, like one of the funniest things that I've I've heard is like you know cupping, like they use for athletes and stuff. On your back and shit. The fire cupping. Apparently, people do that to their penis. They do it to their nipples. Like that blew me blew me away. I had no idea. They got nipple pumps too. Make your nipples really big? Oh, my yeah, God. No. But could you imagine no. putting a little flame? So, so you Actually, maybe I have seen them. Fuck nipple you never play. seen the, the pumped-up pussies? Like, they, they have the... Oh, yeah. 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 All the little... With the pumped-up tits and the, I don't know the words, <laughs> but... Yeah, you know that song. Anybody listen to MGMT? Is that who I'm quoting? Foster the people. Oh, you know yeah. Ba- basically the same thing as MGMT. What is the first line? All the... It's like all the, all the ugly kids? Other kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With the pumped-up kicks. You know that shit is about a school shooting? Really? Yeah, dude. And with fat pussies there? I don't know, but he said all other kids with the pumped up kicks better run, better run, outrun my gun. That shit was the soundtrack to me doing cocaine in New York City in 2009. Oh, it was a good time, dude. Everywhere you went, it felt like you had entered into a new world of magic and mystery with mm. this band named MGMT who are going to basically be or the Foster soundtrack. The or Foster the People. Who, also <laughs> who actually wrote the song. Apparently are not the same band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MGF, that was a good time though, dude. Like, yeah, electric yeah. feel. Oh, yeah. Electric feel, fucking time to pretend. 2010, 2011. There's no cloud. Social media hasn't made its way onto the phone yet. I kind of feel like that was the death of rock music. What? Yeah, like fucking the Strokes. Like they had their albums. Like Radiohead was popping off. I was listening to the Strokes in like 2003, wasn't I? Yeah, but they were still like they dropped uh, Angles like in 2009. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that like they were back. I like yeah. them because they all dress the same, like the Ramones or something. Yeah, they like good. Yeah. That's so much, that's just like everything in a band. It's just like, does the band look that, good? That's my whole thing with a band. And by the way, we're starting a band. Do you want to be in it? Oh, Basil's fucking okay, in, Boom, dude. we're in a band. Um, Basil looks good. That, that's the whole thing is if you're going to be in a band, you have to be committed to the aesthetic presentation of that band. Like, you got to yeah. all dress in like a cool-ass way. Like, yeah. as a band, you can't afford to have one member who's not hot. You can't I'm, do it. I'm you got to be hot in your own way. I'm willing to make some sacrifices. Like. I was going to come do this, but Chris Hughes told me it's a bad idea. I was going to show up here in full body paint, green, just for no reason. And when you asked me why I was green, I was going to pretend like I didn't know what the fuck you was talking about. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, why? I said, like, I don't know, man. I'm just hiding. It sounds like it'd be fucking hilarious. And he was like, it, it would be funny. But I think that's a little too much. It would be funny, but it's also like, how do you keep that going? Yeah. Like, what know? shade of green? Oh shit, the green is that light behind you. Green as fuck. I love it. Okay, Just green. Martian home. green. Yeah. Any, anything there forest green is I did a cooking show on, once on YouTube. I did a little cooking show where I was painted green, had a Hawaiian shirt. I looked really good. People loved it. I could imagine you at a sporting event wearing a lot of body paint, just having a really good time. Oh hell yeah. My yeah. Titties out. Titties calls him titties. Hell yeah. I can see him being like a Panthers fan, just in bright blue up there, like I, I I like the Panthers because I'm from North Carolina, but Philly, even though I lost the eye in Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is one of the filthiest, most stankingest, dirtiest places ever. Like, if you walk there, it smells like piss. That's what it smells like. It's a horrible place. But I love Philadelphia, and I love the Philadelphia Eagles. So go Birds. Yeah. Yeah, silver and green or whatever. I like that. Uh, I feel like that's 
it's a good thing yeah. that Biz was considering showing up in all green. Mm. Like, I feel like this is the kind of guy you want to keep working with. Yeah. Because that's like that's an openness to comedy and a commitment level that you you want I in got talent. characters for days. Like, I, I feel like I say, he would be a great fit for the Danny Mullen regime. Oh, he'd be great, dude. We had to we had to shoot a main channel video. But we, right. dude, if he comes to the twenty four hour OnlyFans orgy and he's just fucking green and he's slinging <laughs> that slinging that nine <laughs> and, and a half. Everyone incher, else would be green. Everybody else would be green once you were done with them, yeah. right, Biz? That'd be great. You, could you like, pass oh. the test? Yeah, I could pass the test. You think? I know I could pass the test. <laughs> like, Bizzle is an orgy. Like, oh, I got some green on your pussy. Uh, I'm not so sure he could pass the test. I know I could pass the test. I don't know if you could pass it. Adam. Pull it out. Let us see if we have any open sores. We'll see it. Go ahead. I don't have no damn sores. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, I know I ain't passed the test because I, I ain't been partying in, in a while. And you only get STDs when you party. That's when I. That's when I. When I'll do the the fucking crazy shit for no reason. I that like to. Sense. I like to be like a behaved individual. When you're telling those stories about me, well, you weren't really telling stories about me doing drugs, but I definitely was doing drugs. It's like to me, I'm just like, how the fuck did I survive that? Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck. I'm on like such a healthy lifestyle now that Same. it's kind of hard for me to remember how the, it was possible to go through your life doing the worst things possible to your body. Yeah. Yeah, but here we are. I'm and so thankful, dog. I mean, like, I, I, you, I don't know your schedule. You got a kid, so you probably damn near close. Like, I, I wake up with the sun and damn near go down with it. And like, I'm, I'm all water. I don't really drink no more. I yeah. smoke like a motherfucker. That ain't stopping. <laughs> think about like the BMX and the skateboarding and stuff. It makes you so healthy that you got a great point to start from when you start doing all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, you're healthier yeah. than most people. You got good stamina, That's good true. heart rate well, and stuff. If you ever want to lose weight, anybody even want to lose weight, you can fucking get on a bicycle and just pedal for no fucking reason. Okay, but the experience of being like a pro or like a good bike rider or skateboarder or whatever, you know, like going to a rail and trying a trick a hundred times and you fall down, you eat shit over and over and over and then you finally get it. I mean, that's kind of what, like, that prepares you for getting fucked up, right? Because, like, yeah. getting fucked up is, like, you just do this insanely destructive thing to your body, but then at the end of the day, at the end of the year, after you've gotten fucked up every weekend for a year, you don't have, like, the footage that you get from doing the handrail trick. You just have nothing, and, you yeah. know, your mm-hmm. body has degraded to some yeah. extent. Mm-hmm. And, and I've noticed now... Um, you got a few more years on me, so you've probably been noticing that shit. Why do you gotta, Fucking, why do you gotta yeah. bring that up, dude? Ageism is alive. Fuck, I'm not trying to diss, okay. but I've noticed like now, like I used to be able to jump down a stair set and you wouldn't feel it, but now I swear my shoulders they move, like, <laughs> like they they literally like they don't stay in the same spot. Like in my knees, I can feel shit moving. Like it's not it's it's not in control. It's like a little weedle, weeble wobble going on. It's like jiggling around yeah, inside your body. Yeah, I've been hit by cars too. Cars like multiple? Hell yeah! I've been hit by nine cars. I've been clipped by a bus. I was a, a bike messenger in Manhattan. Oh, for a long time. okay. This makes a lot more sense. And I was smoking K two when I was doing it. You were on and ketamine. Four locos. You were on ketamine, pedaling down no, Madison Avenue. I was on Avenue. K two, the Spikes. fucking synthetic weed. Spikes. Oh, yeah, because I lived in the Bronx. I lived off Grand Concourse and East. Oh, yeah, I mean, everybody in the Bronx has to and, smoke uh, spice. Yeah, since I was like the only white boy there for the first probably. Fuck, man. It probably took me six months uh, before someone would finally fucking sell me weed. Everybody thought I was the fucking cops. So the only thing that I could buy was from the corner store, and he wasn't even supposed to sell it. But the dude, he had it behind the shelf, and, like, 
He's like, hey, you you look like you might want to try this. Uh, oh, well. we don't go in for I, accents. I here. wonder what ethnicity he was. <laughs> so I did try. I did try, and I fucking loved it. I loved that shit so much that I actually got kicked out of my place in the Bronx because they, my roommate was like, yo, you got to quit smoking that shit. It smells fucking horrible. It or does, you got to right? go. And I was like, nah, I'll just move. I'll keep smoking it. Yeah, that's oh. for you, synthetic mm. marijuana. Yeah. Nah, because when I lived, when I was downtown, uh, like, the, when we first got the store downtown, this cop was just walking by. He stops and talks to us. And I said something about the smell. I was like, man, these fucking homeless people be smoking mad weed, huh? He goes, nah, that's K2. He's like, a lot of these people, when you see them and they're really fucked up, it's not meth. It's like they're on synthetic weed. Damn. But it could have insane effects on you, unlike regular weed, which is pretty tame. What? Uh, how you do they pedal make... fast as shit? Well, that's good. They if just change up messenger. some fucking molecules because they want to keep it like. Feather... It's got like a little bit. I didn't know this, but a little bit of tweak and some fucking heroin and all of it in there. Oh, that'd be great. I didn't know that. I feel like it might be analogs because the stuff that they use to make it is made in China. Yeah, and they that's like the analog capital. Like they got five hundred different types of fentanyl out there. Fuck that. Dude, Fuck I don't, fentanyl. I don't want to try smoke. them all. Smoking I tried. Anything. I used to smoke nutmeg when I was younger. What's that? Like it's a spice. Thing? Yeah, <laughs> <Another spice. laughs> it was funny too. It, it was funny as fuck too because I, uh, my grandma, she was like, "Honey, have you seen my nutmeg?" And I, I was like, "No, Granny, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what nutmeg is." But there used to be a show called Mansers. It was, I think, it was on Vice. Yeah. It was on Spike TV, yeah, right? Spike, yeah. Spice TV. And uh, they're like, TV. They're like, what can TV. you get high off in the kitchen? They try banana pills, something else, and nutmeg, and they got high as fuck off nutmeg. So I tried it. I was chasing rabbits, but that shit's so bad for you, so bad for you. I found out later that's like straight up heroin, which makes sense because when you smoke it, it make you feel sick. But boy, you see them rabbits. I remember in high school that there was this one kid who was like a jock. He's like on the football team and shit, and he had the ultimate card over every other dude in our grade where he fucking had been to jail. Like, mm. I don't know for how long, but he had mad jail stories. Now, obviously, like in retrospect, it's like, probably little kid jail since he's like 16 yeah but like not. he was telling me about making pruno when i was in high school and i'm like you want to get drunk that bad that you're fucking fermenting apples so that you can make alcohol like <laughs> i had never even i uh, probably hadn't even been drunk yet at that point so it was like totally fucking new to me and that guy was really kind of the boss of the high school did you yeah. try to pruno no i never got locked What's up long up enough for i that. tried it i tried making it like not even locked up like i did <laughs> <laughs> just needed some yeah i was just i was like 18 i fucking need some alcohol you know and my boy's like yo like i know how to make it like for because he had been in for a while and fucking we made it it tasted horrible but how, it how long does it take to make fuck man i feel like we had those those apples and like orange slices all sorts sugar of cubes ketchup takes a couple of weeks i uh, think i think we had it in there for a couple of months Ooh. and it smells so bad i went to a and dude's house who, who was making moonshine one time and oh, moonshine real it, but it doesn't seem like it was that different of a process than what i imagine the pruno making process would be oh, like oh i don't know no <laughs> i don't know man they got barrels and fucking hillbillies in the woods yeah That's, yeah but totally it seemed different. like a slightly more sophisticated version of what this dude had been describing to me that they did in jail. These propane tanks and shit. Yeah. Oh, propane accessories. Uh, as dude, well. yeah. If anybody brews <laughs> moonshine, like, is there a like a sure way to announce that you don't like minorities? Then you, you moonshine brew does moonshine. It? Yes. I think there's a lot of black people drinking moonshine down yeah, south yeah, too. A lot of black people making it too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I've, I've had one guy make me moonshine. It was it was a family in one of my videos I did where I was like in Virginia riding a 
pig. And, uh, dude, they were, like, the most hardcore Trumpers. Yeah, I wrote a fucking pig. Like, just Trumpers, like, fucking the South will rise again. Kind of like it. that on my list. Ride a pig. You think he could take me? The pig? Yeah. I don't think anybody can defeat you, Bizzle. No, I mean, could I, could I ride a pig? How much do you weigh? I think I'm right 240 right now. Okay, well, uh, they're about 600. So, yeah, I think you'd be good. Oh, hell yeah, we on. By the time you get down to 180, your dick's going to be 14 inches. (laughs) I fucking have got down to 200 before, and it was wild. Like, I actually had another two and a half, three inches of dick for sure. Did your pit bull like it? Nah, she went around the time. Yeah, because, I mean, when you think about it, picture like a 400-pound guy naked right now, and then picture how his dick looks. A fupa. It's the same thing. Like that fat is going to make his dick look yeah. dramatically smaller. Yeah. I, uh, Mudflap, before he lost weight, Mudflap is a guy in my YouTube Not fat squad. Fuck. Uh, exactly. Come I've been on. communicating with him. Have you been? Yeah. That's cute. Fat fuck. But there's a guy in my squad, not named, <laughs> did you just say that? not named Fat Fuck. Somebody did. His name's Mudflap, and he lost about 100 pounds. But he and I, we pulled, I out, we pulled out our cocks side by side in an antique store. And dude, absolutely, what? it was like Are you a. Guys uh, out vases or I mean, it, it was like an earthworm, like crawling out of a golf cup. Like that's what it looked like. Like it, there was so much he had to fucking. It was slowly emerging from his <laughs> pocket of of just fat. When you see something like that, doesn't it really make you empathize with what women have to go through and why some of them might want to become lesbians? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, dude, dude, I know so many girls that are lesbians because of dudes. Just, dude, I give up, dude. Even like, I give up. Like you told me the story, Adam, about the time like you got your ass licked by a porn star and you hadn't shaved your ass in like a month, like just shit like that. Like we are such pricks, guys. Mm. Like if a girl doesn't have like a perfectly neat pussy and like a good asshole and like every <laughs> single hair is waxed away, we're like except a hemorrhoid. A hemorrhoid yeah, every now and then is cool. Yeah, that's hot. But, like, dude, we are fucking gross. Us guys, compared to, like, how chicks, like, the standards they have to hold themselves to, hygiene-wise, below the belt. What I've realized? We're fucking animals. Maybe they should you stop trying really to eat think, our asses. I they should. Think, I think I'm, a, like, a clean-ass, like, well-behaved person. But then, like, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, like, I'd be... <laughs> Going out of control, like getting a little crazy. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What are you talking like, about? Like, remember the futon on the front porch shit? Like, that was out of control. What happened on the futon? He was fucking a crackhead on the porch she with his homies. She wasn't a crackhead. She was All a stripper. Right. Okay. She might have been doing crack on the side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another podcast that I got to bounce off to. But, uh, I cannot believe this. I've been sitting here just like the whole pod. Like, Spoiler Court had not seen, like, it was like a last-minute addition to him, so we didn't tell him to watch the Bizzle episode, so all of this was new to him. Bizzle, this has been a great pod, dude. I've had a good time. He's, he's blowing my mind, too. I thought I was outrageous. Like, I had sex last year with a seven-month pregnant woman, and I don't have kids. I wasn't expecting kids. But this guy's the man. Have like, you yeah. done podcasting before? Have I done podcasting? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is only the second time I've ever done it, and I got to fucking tell you, I'm over here. Y'all think I'm funny and, like, outrageous. I'm over here shaking, nervous. Like, really? Yeah, if once I got like comfy, oh my God. I thought he was back on the K2. I saw his handshake. Well, I saw him shaking on another podcast, but it was because he was so angry at Catfish. Oh, bro. <laughs> well, this, is, time. this has been awesome. I, yeah, I've had a great time with uh, Courtney and Bizzle today, man. It's been, a, it's been a fun round of podcasting. Shout yeah. out to these gents. Thank you for tolerating my Easter shirt a few months early. But uh, yeah, much Thank love. You. Thank, Thank you, Court. Thank you, Bizzle. Thank you, Danny. Sledge Lords. We out.